Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Pete Bradley Show. This is show number 118. I'm Pete Bradley, along with my co-host, the show creator, the executive producer, and the guy who is kicking my butt in uh, football picks, my son, Matt. Whoop, whoop. Picked up two more games, we think. It was a great week, my best week of the season, I might add. All right, we'll get to that and let you gloat in just a moment, yes. We have a great show planned for you today. Our goal is to start your day off on a positive note. So if you like what we do here, please be sure to hit the like button and subscribe uh, so that you don't miss any future shows. We are live on YouTube weekday mornings, but you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. And you can leave us a voicemail with your questions, comments, birthday or anniversary shout-outs to someone in your life. Call 774-473-9910. Coming up today, waiting room etiquette. It was a suggestion we got yesterday from Abby, so we'll check this out. More Christmas gift ideas. Deathbed confessions from a nurse that was there. And walking the dog is better than just walking by yourself. We'll get to those stories in a bit. By making a great day, sweatshirt came in yesterday. Yeah. It's a nice warm hoodie. Really is. What, do you think I was lying? Oh, did you say that before when we introduced it? Well, I, I mean, I, 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 pick, I picked out the hoodies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you picked, I, I wouldn't pick out a cold hoodie. No, no. You picked. Uh, kind of defeat the purpose of the hoodie. Yeah, I, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had the hood up as I walked Charlie this morning. Oh, so, yeah. how's the hood? The hood works very well. Nice. And it's very convenient, you know, uh, shoulder to, to head. You know, oh, just it okay. just it just flows, man. I it thought just, you were gonna say it's very convenient, you know. It also works as like a nice knapsack. You can keep some snacks back there, maybe your phone, some keys. I didn't think about that, but you are absolutely right, my friend. Yeah. Yes. I don't advise it. It's not as secure, but <laughs> do it up, you know. <laughs> Uh, it is Tuesday, December 14th. Today is National Bouillabaisse Day, and I challenge you to spell it. Now, it is National Bouillabaisse Day. This gives seafood lovers everywhere a reason to celebrate. It is a flavorful fish stew that hits the spot on a cold winter's day. Uh, I was I was more concerned as to what it meant than how to spell it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Both are difficult. It is Monkey Day. This celebrates the unique characteristics of simians. Did you know there are more than 260 species of monkeys in Africa, Central America, South America, and Asia? I didn't. Who would have thunk? But thank you. Yeah. 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 On the date book for today, on this day in 1911, Norwegian Raoul Amundsen, he uh, became the first expedition to reach the South Pole. The Brooklyn Dodgers signed a young pitcher, Sandy Koufax, on this day in 1953. On this day in 1961, Jimmy Dean's Big Bad John is the first country song to get a gold record. The uh, DNA was created in a test tube on uh, this day in 1967. In 1969, Leaving on a Jet Plane by Peter, Paul, and Mary, hit number one, song written by John Denver. The Jackson Five made their first appearance on this day in 1969 on the Ed Sullivan Show. On this day in 1980, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, there was a 10-minute moment of silence in memory of John Lennon, who was killed earlier this month. On this day in 1984, sportscaster Howard Cosell retired from Monday Night Football. Let's see, you know I love my Heisman trophies here. On this day in 1991... A wide receiver out of Michigan, Desmond Howard, won the Heisman Trophy. On this day in 1998, a running back out of Texas, Ricky Williams, won the Heisman Trophy. I think these are my favorite because you say it as if we don't know who they are. (laughs) You're like a a no-name wide receiver out of so-and-so. Out of Baylor. Randy Moss. Yeah. It's like, who? Randy who? Randy who? Yeah. Uh, On this day in 2003, President George W. Bush announced the capture of Saddam Hussein. It was on this day in 2012 we had the uh, Sandy Hook shooting in Newtown, Connecticut. On this day in uh, 2019, the Heisman Trophy went to uh, quarterback from Louisiana State, Joe Burrow. Who? Who? No, I'm kidding. We know. We know who people are. And it was on this day just last year, the Electoral College voted 306 to 232 to officially affirm Joe Biden's presidential election victory. Who? Who? I'm kidding. 
Celebrity birthdays, Nostradamus was born on this day in 1503. The, the great, what, predictor of history, right, oh. Nostradamus? Former FBI guy James Comey is 61. Baseball's Craig Biggio, 56. Football's Kyle Shanahan is 42. And Vanessa Hutchins is 33. She's in that new uh, Netflix movie, Tick, Tick, Boom, about Jonathan Larson. Oh, is that? Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, I have seen attractions for that. What'd you just say? Attractions? Coming attractions. No, I I have seen the ad. I I have seen... I guess coming attractions works. Yeah. Kind of. Weird placement, but we'll, okay. we'll let it slide. Let it slide. Yeah, we'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, great, it? yeah, great movie. Oh, wow. Great movie. It's about it's about Jonathan Larson. Uh, he's the person who wrote Rent, who uh, wrote the music. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, the musical Rent. So it's about his life before he wrote Rent. Okay. So, yeah, cool. int- very interesting life. Who do we have in the chats? Let's see. Gail's here. Sunny morning. It is a sunny, sunny morning. morning. Yesterday yeah. was a very cloudy morning. Yeah, stay cloudy all day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Abby's here. She said, that looks like a nice hoodie. Would make a great Christmas present. Ta-da. Well, he bought himself a Christmas present. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and Diane's here. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Time for today's random question. And our question is, who is the hardest person to shop for on your Christmas list? Who is the hardest person to shop for on your Christmas list? And maybe tell us why. All right. All right. Let's get to football here. The Rams beat the Arizona Cardinals 30 to 23. Did I pick Arizona? You did. I did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we, uh, now we entered the week, you had a two game lead. Yes. And you gained? Yes. Ouch. And I didn't just gain one game. I gained two of them. So now I'm two four. nice games there. I am four games behind. You are. You went ten and four this week, which is very, very uh, commendable. Not bad. Yeah. Is that is that a right use of that yes, word? Yes, it is. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's not bad. I would say compared to the other people participating in this specific activity, it's average. Mm. Because some of us went twelve and two this week. Here it comes. Twelve and two. Ouch. I mean, twelve Ouch. and two. That that's I'm not trying to brag, but that's, no, but that's impressive. I, that is, I that's a solid week. There. I tip my cat, uh, my cap to yeah. Yeah, let's see. You uh got the ancient heat clicking on here. Yeah. Trying to think. Oh, the so the Cowboys Washington is where we differed. You picked Washington. Cowboys oh, yeah. Cowboys came away with the win. Washington yeah. almost did though. Yeah, so and it wasn't I, a bad pick. And I was hoping for you know a win there because mm-hmm. I I purposely picked against you. So yeah. other games we both picked the Ravens. Um, like I said yesterday, Browns won. Uh, but that one didn't hurt you. We we also both picked the Bengals, but the 49ers won. Right. That didn't hurt you. That was a crazy game. But the Rams-Cardinals. You went with the Cardinals? The yeah. Rams came away with the win. But, I mean, I did, that's still a good pick. I mean, yeah. no, no one really knew what was going to happen last night. Hmm. It was a good game. Do you think I can make up four games in how many yeah, weeks? We, yeah, we still got four four weeks left. Uh, four three, weeks left? Three, I think. No, four. 15, 16, 17, 18. Oh, okay. Four weeks left. All right. Yeah. I thought it was 17. That it was last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. New year. But no more buys, which no more buys. I think it'll make yeah. it a little bit more interesting because that'll also help you. There's more games. There's gonna be right. more games to, right. to pick from. So Okay. Yeah. Uh by the way, the NFL has reached Scoragami for the fifth time this year, thanks to the Kansas City Chiefs forty eight to nine win over the Raiders on Sunday. The tally was one thousand seventy one unique final scores. In the 102-year history of the league. That's what Scorigami is. Oh. I mean, it's a unique score. No game has ever ended at that score before. Which blows my mind, but I love that. The other Scorigamis in the league this year happened when the Rams beat the Giants 38-11. to 11. Hmm. It's an odd score. Yeah. Followed by another one in Week 7 when the Cardinals beat the Texans 31-5. to 5. The Colts were involved in two. They beat the Jets in Week 9 45 to 30 and they beat the bills 41 to 15 in week 12 i would bet that we're seeing more weird scores because going for two points is the more common not the more common move but it's it's more common now right right because extra points just aren't guaranteed anymore no, especially there's there's teams where like they just know their kicker doesn't have it and i mean we're in the middle of the season there aren't that many kickers available that's so. true they're, they choose to go for two. Yeah. Or, you know, we saw the Buffalo game where kicking was basically <laughs> not an option. Not going to happen, no. Uh, but, yeah, no, so that, that's that's really interesting. Mm. I will say another fun fact, though. 
There were four successful onside kicks this week. Wow. And for the entire rest of the season, the other 13 weeks, there's been four. So this week, there was just as many onside kicks. Successful onside kicks. That's weird. As That's the rest weird. of the season. Yeah. So we've had five total scoregamis uh, this year, but it's far from the 12th that were achieved last season. Mm. So. Right. Two-point conversions. That's, that's my call. That's, that's my guess. Call? Yeah. yeah. In the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, Time Magazine has announced its Person of the Year for 2021, and it's Elon Musk. Time's editor-in-chief said he is reshaping life on Earth and possibly life off Earth as well. Musk is the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX and also happens to be the richest person on the planet with a net worth of $265 billion. Man, how do you get that much money, huh? You take risks, I mean, I guess, yeah. but, you know, there's other things involved. Other picks from Time, uh, Heroes of the Year. The magazine picked the scientists who helped develop the COVID vaccines. Athlete of the Year, we told you yesterday, was Simone Biles. And Entertainer of the Year is teen singer-songwriter Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, she had a massive year. Yeah, yeah. She's probably going to sweep the grammys wow yeah it's gonna be crazy young adults are discovering old music thanks to tiktok researchers survey, uh, surveyed 2,000 adults in the u.s and found one in four attribute the discovery of a classic hit to a viral trend on social media these hits include purple rain by prince and hotel california by the eagles most say social media is the main way that they usually find new tunes which wow. is which is great. Um, I do think, as long as it's not like they're not like on their snap their Instagram stories or whatever. Like, oh my god, check out this new song I just found. It's called "Let It Be." <laughs> it, it really hit me in the heartstrings. <laughs> new artist, The Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Check them out. I I will say though, it's it's just cool uh, bringing stuff back. Like I know the the Get Back documentary was really cool to watch. I'm halfway through it because I mean you're. You just live knowing the Beatles are legends. Yeah. You know, when you're younger. Yeah. Like, I I wasn't alive in the Beatles days. No. So, no. so you just kind of learn that, like, oh, that that's how you do it. That's I guess. how. That's, but then you, yeah, I, I don't know, you got to see that documentary. And I don't know, it was like a new appreciation I have for the Beatles now. Because I'm, like, watching them. How they yeah, put things together. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the songs that, I mean, everybody knows. Like, let it, or. Um, I'm at the point. Get back. Get back, yeah. Everyone knows it's a great song, but, like. To watch that song get made, you're like, holy crap, these guys were And good. some of the other lyrics they had, yeah. you know, as they're trying to work it out. Yeah, it was like, a completely different song. Yeah. yeah, Crazy. Experts are revealing four signs that show you may have main character syndrome. Main character syndrome. It refers to identifying as the protagonist in your own story. Therapists say one sign you have it is everything is about you and your problems. Another sign is you present your life through rose-colored glasses and make it more positive than it actually is, especially on social media. The third sign is you are not good at taking criticism. And finally, they say you feel out of control in your everyday life, so you try to take the reins back as the main character. Walking the dog is better at fighting stress than walking by yourself. Researchers found sharing the outdoors with your dog reduces the release of chemicals known to trigger depression, stress, and anxiety. It also appears to raise levels of chemicals that protect mental health. Charlie and I have wonderful discussions as we walk through the neighborhood. Oh, great. Yeah, Everyone we thinks you're crazy. <laughs> I did see something on TikTok the other day that, uh, that said dogs should be allowed to have a sniff walk every day. Is that not every walk? Well, you know how, yeah, you, you try to take Charlie out to, to do his business, and he wants to sniff and try to eat everything. But, yeah. I mean, you know, you're usually trying to rush him along, especially if it's last call at night or it's cold outside. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, come on, come on. But this guy said you should allow your pet, you know, there should be one walk a day where you just take your time. Let the dog sniff everything. My only issue with that is Charlie does try to eat things. So. Yeah. If we just let him do what he wants, he's going to end up with a belly full of 
I don't know, dirt and we l- think, mulch and, we think and, and mice. We think he's into bunny poop, actually. We don't. Yeah, we, that is his obsession. We don't know why. Yeah. but No, the, the doctor was saying, or I don't know if it was the doctor. He was saying that this is a way for your, your dog to catch up on neighborhood news, you know, by the sniffs. So, What, do they sniff? And they're like, oh, this dog's got a UTI. Like, what? <laughs> I knew it. I, I don't. Speaking of dogs, the average dog understands 89 words and phrases. Now, how did they figure that out? How, how do we know it's not 88? Also, how do we know that dogs aren't just like fantastic liars? Like... Could be, right? Like, we tell them to sit, and they're like, well, I only got a couple options here. Let me, <laughs> let me guess. Good boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. I am smart. I didn't just guess. Researchers surveyed 165 dog owners. The owners reported on the different words and phrases their pet appears to understand. They found the average dog knows 89 words and phrases, including sit, come, down, stay, wait, no, okay, and leave it. Believe it. And some highly intelligent dogs know over 200 words and phrases. But how do you have 200 commands for your dog? Like, what, are you, <laughs> what are you trying to get? That poor dog is is being taught how to do like backflips and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just unnecessary. Soccer is uh, Justin with us. Soccer is now the fourth most popular sport in the U.S., surpassing hockey. Researchers found that 49% of sports fans in the U.S. claim to like watching soccer on TV. That's ahead of ice hockey at 37%. You know what's number one? Football. Football, of course, yeah. 71%. Followed by basketball at 61%. Baseball is at 57%. Yeah, I mean, pretty good numbers. I guess. Hockey doesn't get the love it deserves, uh, including from myself. (laughs) But it, it really is a great sport to watch. And, like, if you're a fan of hockey, you're a diehard fan. Even more so, I think, if you're there. Yeah. Because if you're yeah, in the it rink. Is a, it is a fun one yeah. to go to. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, like, it's everything you want in a sport, you know? It's, it's you know, a bunch of guys going really fast, trying to trying to, trying to score something that doesn't happen quite often. So the feeling of doing it is, right. is you know, heightened. And every now and then they beat the crap out of each That's other. It. You know, I mean, what yeah. else do you want? It's all the sports combined. And how many of us, you know, when the, when they start to drop the gloves or whatever, it's like, oh, there they go, here it goes. Yeah, and it's like you're watching hockey and you're like, look at like, oh, you know, what a great shot. Oh, look at them fighting each other. And you're like, wait a second, they're doing this on skates. <laughs> you ever go ice skating? Anybody good at it? I, I feel not, like not I feel here. like you're either no. a great ice skater, a terrible ice skater, or like just above terrible. Like there's no there's like there's really no, no like yeah no yeah. I can hang yeah. like no I I used to be a great skater. I went a couple years ago, lost it, lost it. Yeah. Do you have the weak ankles? You got those for me if you do. I guess I don't I, guess. I don't know. Now I'm self conscious about my ankles. Thanks <laughs> thanks Pete. And a couple in Canada worked together to put up a simple ditto display in response to their neighbors' elaborate Christmas decorations. I think you can take a look here and see. That's perfect. Yeah. That's that's your only option in that case. Chris Beckler and Mandy Scribbins uh, pared down their own lights with an arrow pointing at their neighbor's home. Neighbor has 15,000 lights out there. They, they said it was a way of saying, we can't keep up with them, but we want to join in on the fun. No, that's perfect. I will say, I, I, I mean, it's a great display. You know, they went hard covering their whole house. I still think there's room for improvement there. Yeah, there could be some lawn ornaments, it's right? It's very bright. They got a lot going. But Well, it's very bright, but they don't have a lot going. Right. Like, let right. me get some uh, giant inflatable Santas. and Here's some reindeer out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to criticize too much. Maybe it's their first year, you know? Maybe yeah, they're, could just, be. they're just getting into it. But. How do you stand on inflatables? Are you a fan or not? I'm now, a fan. We can't do it here. We can't do it because yeah. we, we live, the, the front yard looks at the ocean. Yeah, so uh, the wind would just The wind would take just them. destroy those. Although, so. you know what? Our, our neighbors do have some inflatables across the way. Yeah, they do. We'll have to ask them mm. their, their strategies. I know. How do they do it? Uh, but I don't know. Especially the past couple of weeks, we've been getting some serious Crazy. wind. So mm. I don't know how they would do Time for the Stumper. All right, the Stumper. Stumper. And let's see. Somebody got it right away yesterday. Yeah, Lori. 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 If you are average, you did this 27 times last year. 
Hmm. Did what? If you're average, you did this 27 times last year. Did what? I have two guesses, but I'm going to wait. I don't like guessing first. Okay. Uh, Mainly because if somebody else has my guess, then they look stupid before me. Oh, is that how it goes? Yes, I keep my my intelligent persona going. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, that's that's a pretty good question. Yeah, yesterday was, um, what was it? It was like... Oh, uh, well... there's only so many, so many of us. A low know, percentage of people know we should be doing this more but often, but we don't. Yeah, and, and it, was it was cleaning your phone. Cleaning your phone, which is did a good you one. did you clean your phone yesterday after hearing that? I, I did not. I probably should have. I did I not. Probably should have. I forgot all about it. See, what they need to make is like a good a good way to clean your. You need like a lint free cloth. But the only ones I have are for glasses. Right. So I need I need like a nice small lint-free cloth hmm. that comes with maybe a phone version of Windex. Is that healthy? I don't know if that's healthy for phones. Um, that's like I had to clean my laptop screen the other day. I was like, what should I what should I use? I'm not trying to break my laptop. one of those lens wipes. Because no, they they're do- not like, they're not, I don't know. Lens wipes are literally only good for the surface of glasses. You try and clean anything bigger than glasses and it, it dries up in like two seconds. Because the box does say you can use it on, you know, iPads. So if the box says it, you need to believe everything they say. Well, if they say it, it must be true, right? Anyways, anyway, we got Stumpa answers here. All right. Read, if you are, read it again for If for you are average, you did this 27 times last year. So let's get some more answers in the Good chat. One. But we do right. have from Diane. What was it? Uh, 27 times 27 last times year. last year. She said, weighed myself. Weighed myself is a good guess, but that's not it. Not it. All right. And Gary says, lift weights. No. Not Not it. Not it. No. We got a slow day. I think people are sleeping in today, which is fine by me. If you get the opportunity to sleep in on a Tuesday, Mm -hmm. take it. Go for it. Um, But yeah, if you have more answers, throw them in the chat. I do have a couple here. Do you want to mention yours? Yeah. Uh, What's, uh, you want to read it again? If you're average, you did this 27 times last year. Did what? I'll say Gail's first. Okay. Got paid. Got paid. No, that's not it. I was thinking that yesterday. Yeah. If you get paid bi-weekly. Right. It's that's clo- that sh- that's close. about it. Yeah, right. It's a, li- hmm. a little bit more. I've uh, one week more. I think if we're doing the math correctly, because fifty two weeks in a year, mm-hmm. be twenty six. Right. Yeah, it'd be twenty six. Right. I I have to double check myself. Very <laughs> very nerve wracking. Doing math. Doing l- math live. Mental, mental math live. Oh on the yeah. Internet. Yeah. Uh, one more answer before I give mine. Okay. Lori says, twenty seven times last year travel. Travels, a great guess. That's not it, though. Probably, Sorry, Laurie. Probably more. Uh, probably less than that. Right. That that, right. that that guess is probably a lot more than uh, than what you. I, I, I think, think everyone so. wishes they could travel twenty seven oh, yeah, times. Definitely. Don't don't think it's that that likely. Cat uh, says I'm here but can't answer anymore. I'm guessing Cat was there for the discussion of hints. yeah. Cat, uh, I I run these by Cat uh, the uh, day before. So mm-hmm. gotcha. So she right. can't. Play. Time for time for my guesses. Okay. 27 times last year if you're doing this you're average grocery shopping no i thought that was good i thought oh it is good people guess i maybe maybe people grocery shop every two every two weeks some people probably yeah i think uh one week is probably more common most of us um i don't know i thought it was a good guess my my other guess my other it wasn't a good guess i got it wrong oh mr perfectionism here my other guess yes 27 times if you're average doing laundry no, it's not Damn, I laundry. thought that was a good one too. Wouldn't that be weekly also? Probably? I think there's a lot of people that go two weeks. I think there's a lot I, of people that go like once a month. Uh, I don't know. People got a lot of clothes. I, I could go like twice. We were talking last night, um, and I think Kat mentioned this too to mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, wintertime, there seems to be so much more laundry. Is it because the clothes are thicker? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's why? That's what okay. I would think. It, right. it feels like it's more. It's probably not actually more articles of clothing. Right. It feels like it's more. Takes up more room in the hamper. I've been doing once a week. I don't know. I just, I have enough clothes to, mm. to do that. I think it's a little different because it's just my laundry compared to, you know, it's you and Trish, both right. both your laundry. So I think your hamper is probably over, overfilling, over, yeah. Overflowing. Yeah, there it is. That's it. Um, but yeah. All right. We a couple more answers All here. Right. And that's it. Then we move on. 27 times on average, clean the fridge. Oh, good guess, but that's not it. That's always an adventure. Huh? I'm only going to criticize the guess because it's Abby. I know she can take it. <laughs> 
on average, people probably clean their fridge like four times a year. I'm going to be honest. That's but not something you're cleaning probably. all that often. No, so, I, not here. Yeah. No. So let's sure. let's improve with our gut. No, I'm kidding. What did I find last time? Last time we cleaned out the uh, fridge, I found... I See, I'm not a big beer drinker. I used to drink, you know, I'd have a beer after I cut the grass or something like that, but I'm not, I'd like to have, you know, my, my beverage, you know, my scotch once a week. But mm-hmm. so I was looking in the fridge the other day and I'm like, when did I buy this? I bought this beer for Doug when he was here for your graduate. This beer yeah. has been here since July. That <laughs> happens to us quite frequently. Like you'll either, you'll do that. You'll buy it for Doug or something or randomly. It happens more in the summer. You're like, you know what? I feel like having a beer. So you buy like a six pack of Corona. Yep. And you're like a one beer guy. Like yeah, you'll drink one beer and then go to sleep. Like that's <laughs> that's just how you roll. And so we're left with with five Coronas that sit there for a and, while. Because you're not every a big now Corona and, fan. No, I mean, every now and then I'll have I'll have some. Yeah. But it just like it takes a while for it to go away. Is all, all I'm right. saying. But uh, but yeah, let's see. Do we have any couple, more? St- couple more guesses here. Okay. 27 times is the average. What is it? Abby says, gone out to eat. Mm, good guess, but no. I, I'm no. Abby, you improved. That's <laughs> most improved player. From clean, from clean the fridge to gone out to eat. That's a great guess. Upping your stumpa game. But that's great. Right. Uh, Lori says, I have beer from last January in my fridge. Do why, really? why do we do this? Why do we all do it? Uh, you know? Because it does get skunky. You know, it does get. Does it? It probably does, right? Yeah. I, I, flat. It probably gets flat. I don't. I don't know yeah, what you mean think, by skunky, but uh, it I mean just, it stays cold. By skunky is the the taste is like mm, it's not probably because it's flat. I don't yeah. think. I mean, it's staying in the fridge, so it's cold, but it's, yeah. it probably gets flat. I would think. Yeah. Unless I I don't know. I don't know the science of beer. Anyways, that's it for guesses. All right. Uh, I'm being accused of being a bully. Are you really? Chill out, Abby. I complimented your second <laughs> guess, okay? All right. Well, we'll, we'll be to back the at stuff. it tomorrow. Uh, back at it tomorrow with the clue. Yeah. All right. Time for today's Christmas gift idea. I thought this was cool. You know, you've heard of bath bombs where you, you put something in the bath water and it's just, you know, mm-hmm. bubbles and soap and all that. How about a hot chocolate bomb? Ooh. Drop these holiday-inspired hot cocoa bombs into a mug full of warm milk. And wash them melt. The end result is rich hot chocolate, loaded with mini marshmallows, peppermint bits, and glimmers of festive cheer. That's the red and green sprinkles. The only thing about this is it's not cheap. It's forty four ninety nine. I'm you, hoping that's for like a fifty pack. Uh six. You get six. Excuse me. Six Belgian chocolate cocoa bombs for forty four ninety nine. I got to talk to Dorothy Cox, see if that's oh, they that's, that, that's yeah. good pricing. By the way, that's from a company called HarryAndDavid.com. Okay. HarryAndDavid.com. I will say, um, you know, take a bath, throw a hot chocolate bomb in there, and just go crazy, you know? <laughs> a straw? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't advise it. But. Yeah. TikTok user Nurse JJ has been sharing behind-the-scenes stories from her job in the intensive care unit of a hospital. She's been going viral for revealing some of the most jaw-dropping deathbed confessions she claims to have heard while she's working. I guess if she doesn't name names, it's okay. Not a HIPAA violation. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, do nurses have like a confidentiality agreement? Probably, I would think. I would think so. But does it count things like that? Like, I don't know. I feel like it, you know, it counts for like medical things. But if people are just spewing out confessions... Yeah. I don't know. Is it in their contract to keep quiet about confessions? One patient confessed that he had killed his neighbor because of where he wanted to put his fence. Jesus. Dun, dun, dun. How do you, like, I don't, like, how do you as a person hear somebody say that and now you have to hold that information in? And then what do you do with that information? Because the person is dying. So it's like you can't, let's arrest them. I know, but like, I, I feel like just should be served for the neighbor. I mean, I didn't know him personally. But yeah. Maybe he was just trying to keep his dog fenced in. He was a quiet man. Yeah. Another patient said, this girl went missing 30 years ago, and I think my uncle took her. The sweater in her missing poster was in my uncle's garbage. What? Ooh. Another person on their deathbed was a prisoner who said they had taken the fall for their wife 
after she killed the woman he had cheated on her with. It was his way of feeling guilty, so he took the rap. Huh? Well, I have a boring life compared to these people. I mean, I don't think that's what we're striving for, though. I'd rather have a boring life. Yeah, a yeah. few others. A hairdresser for 20 years said she kept all the donated hair to knit blankets with. That creeps that's me out more than all the other cool. stuff, surprisingly. A patient confessed that they had been stealing money from their blind friend for years. That's Whoa. just messed up. And another admitted to having two families and shared that they were worried about who would show up to the funeral. <laughs> wow. I mean, that would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, what would be the uh, etiquette on that, I guess. That's the someone's, reading, someone's reading the eulogy and they're like, you know, he loved his, wi his wife and they both like, you know, are like, that's me. And then wait, what? Uh -huh. What do you mean? Which one? And, and, he, and he loved his children. <laughs> all of them. All of them. All of them, or just one side? <laughs> they have like a pickup football game afterwards. Uh, maybe battle it out. Maybe you yeah. imagine the uh, the little get together for like brunch and coffee after that. That would be awkward. Wow. Uh, yesterday, Abby posted something in the chat about how she works in a waiting room and thought we should do a segment on waiting room etiquette, which I thought was a great idea. So got to work on it after the show. Now. I also reached out to Abby, uh, who is my niece, full disclosure here, and I said, did you have something in mind? I mean, did something really... Did, you know, something had to have happened to have that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So she said, ironically, I was bored, so I came up with a list the other day. There we go. All right, so here's her list. These are things of, you know, she... How to behave in a waiting room. Number one, she says, silence your phone and don't take personal phone calls while waiting. I have learned about business budgets, family fights, and what John is having for dinner. The worst is when they bringing this into like the customer service, uh, the like the retail realm right. as well. Right. The worst is when they try and get you in on it. They're like, "Can you believe that this happened?" And it's like, "I I don't know you." And <laughs> what do you think? Should we have chicken or steak? Just by the look of you talking about this in public, I'm gonna root with the other person. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but I'm on their side. Number two on Abby's list, when there are plenty of seats, don't sit right next to or right behind someone, COVID or not. Mm. I mean, just don't do that. Oh, that irritates me. Uh, don't show strangers memes or TikToks, especially if you have to walk across the waiting room to show them. Everybody knows those kind of people. We, we all have those people in our lives. You're talking about me? Uh, no, surprisingly, <laughs> you don't really do that that much. No, that's true. But I don't know. People just like love to show memes that like probably went viral. And so everyone probably everyone. saw it. <laughs> so the word, there's two things that suck in that situation. One, when you've already seen it, because then you're like, do I act like I haven't just to please this person? Right, right. But then the second is when they show you something that's just not funny. Like, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. it's like the dumbest dad joke of all time. Yeah. No. I don't know. Number four, I can't believe someone do, uh, does this. Uh, don't take your boots and jacket off and leave them tossed about while you go to your appointment. Just, getting, just getting comfortable. I, I get, but taking your boots off? Yeah, that's I gross. mean, this is, you know, up in snow country, but still. Still, yeah, that's gross. Don't show up 45 minutes early and then complain that you're waiting forever. That's fantastic. That's a good point. Uh, if you must watch a video, use minimum volume. If not, just use subtitles. Don't don't you watch videos. I hate those people. The people that watch videos in public. Yeah. Or bring headphones if you're that into it. Right. Like bring right. headphones. Uh, please don't hum or whistle. I could see how that would get annoying if someone's whistling. I wonder if you do it. You're a big hum hummer. I am a, I am a you're big yeah, hummer. I am a you're, big, you're big hummer. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big hummer. But also like whistle, like anytime there's silence, you're singing something. <laughs> so I bet you do that in public. You're probably that guy. All right. I, I'll, I'll try to pay attention to okay. see if I'm that guy. I, I will be in a waiting room later today. There we go. So let oh. me know. All right. Um, let's see. Be ready when they call your name. Okay. The, the only thing I'll say on the other side is sometimes I can't hear them, you know? Yeah, but I mean, what, what did you take or your boots they, off and your jacket off and you got to put them on before you go up? <laughs> or if they come out and say, bear, like, 
What? Is that me? Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, I feel like that's not a common problem. Right. Like the, okay. the, like the nurses or whoever. Yeah. Comes out to get you. They, right. they, a lot of them. Great enunciators. Oh, yes. Yeah. And they're always so positive. <laughs> I, I, put those people in every, in every profession. They're always All like, right. Matthew? And I'm like, can I have a hug? Right. Like, what? That was, <laughs> that was fantastic. Damn, powerful. Can I get a recording of that, please? Number nine on Abby's list is sarcastic answers are not welcome when we are trying to check you in. They aren't funny. Oh, they think they are, though. This goes back to your, oh, there's no price tag on it. must yeah, be free. I'm sure it's worse. I'm sure it's worse in that yeah. setting, too. And uh, finally, don't be mad that you have to wear a dang mask. I mean, yeah. every, everybody does, right? So um, I did some digging yesterday, and I found a couple of articles. Uh, so I, I came up with some rules here based on uh, a, a blog that Tracy Stein wrote for Psychology Today and also a site called Etiquipedia. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Okay. Etiquette and pedia. Yeah. Uh, some rules. Respect the privacy of others. This is the primary rule of etiquette for waiting rooms and with good reason. It is no one else's business but your doctors or therapists as to why you're there. So never ask other people while they are waiting. Hey, what are you in for? I got a boil on my foot. Uh, never ask other people why they're waiting, regardless of how friendly or happy they appear. Uh, keep your mobile phones to yourself and your phone silent. Don't show memes. Yeah. Uh, please don't eat in the waiting room. Can you relate to that, Abby? Not all offices have daily janitorial service. If you spill food or beverages, chances are the office staff is the one that has to clean it up. And people are slobs, dude. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm a relatively neat eater. And, you know, sometimes I'm eating like at, at my desk or not in like a traditional table setup. Mm -hmm, and yeah. I feel like I keep relatively yeah. clean. This guy, on the other hand, is not. Me and crumbs. We he don't eats get a pop tart on the couch and every day has to get the vacuum to clean it up. Or Charlie. Charlie's okay. Okay at it. He doesn't get all the crumbs. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, make yourself comfortable. Just don't feel it's okay to make yourself too comfortable. That means you may not have your feet propped up on the furniture, nor may you rearrange the furniture. And please keep your shoes on. There That's it is. There it is again. The boots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, please don't try to sell anything. Not to the staff, nor to others waiting to see someone. Do people do that? I guess. We know your kids are cute. We know that schools, churches, and clubs often have fundraisers where your kid needs to sell something. Many of us have kids, too, who have something to uh, have I was going to say, sell. I feel like a lot of people pretend that their kid is the only one selling something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I know you you guys used to always, like, bring fundraisers to, to work. Yes, we did. It's like, doesn't everyone does that, you know? And, and what I used to do, I got to a point where I would go on the intercom and I would say, Hey, my daughters are selling Girl Scout cookies. If you want any, the sign-ups in my office. Girl Scout cookies are different. Oh. Everyone wants Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> These fundraisers from school, like looking back at all the stupid fundraisers we had, where it was like wrapping paper. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to buy overpriced wrapping paper just to help Susie win a yo-yo? We did. It was the obligation. Yeah. 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 I'm um, sorry for ever bringing those home. Also, waiting room etiquette, be willing to move. If you see a couple come in together or a parent with a child in tow and there are only two seats left available, one on either side of you, it is most polite to move over one seat and let them sit together. Also, your purse, bag, or laptop, or whatever you brought in with you, does not need a seat of its own. Yeah, I mean... that. Proper etiquette. When you walk in and there's three empty seats, don't sit in the middle. <laughs> Pick a side. Yeah, yeah. I also do that because then if another lone person comes in, which I mean, at like doctor's offices and stuff, that's pretty common. Yeah, I that, would think so. You don't normally bring your friends to the doctors. I don't know. That, maybe no. that's just me. Uh, but yeah, no, sit on the end. And then if they come in, they'll sit on the other end. Mm -hmm. They won't sit right next to you. Mm -hmm. uh, if you bring it with you, take it when you leave. That means coffee cups, water bottles, flyers about special events, or the book you think others will love to. We appreciate the thought, but we would prefer you not to add to our office decor. 
Uh, don't leave young children unattended in the waiting room. This should uh, need no further explanation. Bring books or silent games to occupy young children and remind them to use their inside voices. The waiting room is infinitely more boring for your toddler than it is for you. We don't expect them to be silent, but please help the experience be less frustrating for them. All right. And one final uh, tip is to go au natural, meaning this is having to do with perfume. I don't know why you had to set it up like that. Because that's how the article did. Yeah, but what if someone was watching the Peep Rayleigh show for this advice and they saw go au natural and then they shut the show off right there, went to the doctor's butt naked. Naked. Well, and it's our fault. He said it was And we're right. on the line for that, Okay, Pete. I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me. You're on the line for that. <laughs> Waiting rooms can be small spaces that don't allow others to escape your aroma, wonderful though it may be. Given that others may have different tastes or they might be susceptible to migraines, please save your signature scent for somewhere else. Mm, I don't I don't know. I think I'd rather have that than B.O., though. <laughs> if you got just a nice, natural, non-smelling scent, then yeah, keep it that way. Right, if you got some be... B.O., I think we can uh, lift that last one. I think, you, I think you're all good to do that. So that's our list. I don't know. Did we get any uh, any more? Yeah, let's see. People can relate to these. Uh, Diane did say, I forgot what's the random question. So if you want to look that up real quick. It's uh, uh, oh, who's the hardest to buy for around Christmas? Yeah, who's the most difficult person to buy for, uh, buy a gift for in your life? Before, we did have some people saying that those were way too overpriced uh, hot chocolate bombs. So I thought so, too. We're giving you gift ideas. Always look for the cheapest option. Oh, yeah. We're not we're not aff affiliates of any any links oh, no. up in here. No, we're you, getting You no. find the cheapest. We're just throwing the ideas at you. Yep. If yep. you if you got a hand piano for $10, <laughs> yeah. buy that one. I think it was 25 Spoiler, they all sound like they're worth $3. So True. Uh, Very true. I'm sure that there's probably like a, I don't know, a, an exotic wood one for like $400. That does probably sound the best. <laughs> I'll, I'll give them that. Um, but yeah, apparently they're like six, seven bucks. So yeah. Diane says she got a holiday mug for five bucks and uh, a $4 chocolate bomb. So $10 Yankee Swap gift. There you go. Yankee Swap. Uh, but yeah, no, Abby was saying... That she's been showed stupid memes so many times. She says, don't unpack when you get there and then have to grab 20 pounds of stuff to go in. People wow. travel with too much stuff. Oh, yeah. Way yeah. too much stuff. If, I, if you can't carry it on you in either one purse or for me, it's my pockets, then you don't you don't need it. Do you, you feel is the same, guys travel with too much stuff? Well, I, not not everyone, yeah. But, but yeah, I do think there's people that travel with too much stuff. Like, I, there's people that bring like everything under the sun. Like, they mm -hmm. have a life jacket in in I don't know, <laughs> Kansas. Where where are you gonna drown? In I know Kansas life jacket for the bathtub. What do you need what that you for? But yeah, no, what's up with this? People are bringing water and snacks and lunch boxes and backpacks and purses and sleeping bags and a tent. And you're like, you're you're literally going for a physical man. What do you think's gonna happen? But I think if you if you're traveling like with the toddler, your sister and Liam, yeah. I mean she's got to have stuff. She's got it all in a backpack though. She's yeah. got it down. That's right. That's so right. I don't I don't know. Don't don't travel with a million things. For okay. me, phone in the left pocket, chapstick in the right pocket with my keys, Must same have. pocket on the right. Okay. Wallet back pocket. I'm ready to go. I'm okay. I'm ready to travel for days. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to you. All right. Uh, today's fast—excuse <clears throat> me—fascinating fact: the tallest building in the world is the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. It stands at over two thousand seven hundred feet. The tallest building in the U.S. is One World Trade Center in New York. It comes in at number six on the worldwide list. It stands at exactly one thousand seven hundred seventy-six feet. As a nod to the Declaration of Independence in oh. 1776. Imagine like building that. They're like, we got it's at it's at 1777. Now no. we, need, we got to chop something off that <laughs> antenna up top. We're gonna lose some stations, but bring it down just a foot, please. The Empire State Building in New York was the tallest building in the world from 1931 to 1971, and it was the first building to go over 100 floors. I never knew that. Can you imagine being on floor? Like even even small buildings, like you know, you got like a fifteen floor building. Every day you work on floor fourteen. 
<laughs> the elevator's not going to work at some point, right? It's got to be closed for maintenance at oh, some yeah, point. Oh, yeah, at some point. At some point. So are you are you hooking up those stairs, or are you calling out sick that day? Hmm. You call out sick, and your boss is like, I just saw you in the lobby. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, nah, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing that. Yeah. I, ain't I, doing I was those. promised an elevator. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not showing up today. Not doing those. All right, the random question. Who is the hardest person to shop for on your Christmas list? And And tell us why, if you want. It used to be, see, now, see, with me, they're close. They're like neck and neck. Mm-hmm. It used to be your mother because, yeah. I, you know, I would ask her, what do you want for Christmas? And she'd say something like, oh, I could do some chip clips. Yeah. Who buys chip clips for Christmas? Uh, we do now. That that year, we all bought her a chip clip. A chip clip. And so wrapped she, them up individually. Yes. So she ended up with uh, like six, right? Yeah. Just yeah. a normal amount. Yeah. Like we individually yeah. in different sized boxes. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was one of our greatest uh, our greatest moments there. But so really, who's the other person? Um, the other person is uh, my son-in-law, uh, Stephen. Yeah. Because I mean, yes and no. Yeah, he's the guy. I told you yesterday. He's the guy who he just he wants a Best Buy gift card. That's it. You know, and but he does collect them, like from you know birthdays and Christmas and all this. He collects them, and when he wants a new game system or whatever, he ends up like going to the store and. He's got enough gift cards to get the thing for nothing or for five bucks. Pretty much. You know? So, but it's just, you want to do more than yeah, give it's, a it's, gift card. You, you feel know? like you're not doing enough, but I don't know. It, it is what they want. So, I, you know, you got to give them what they want. He's happy with them. So I guess yeah. that's that's a plus. It does feel weird, though. I hear I hear you on that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Abby so, says, Sydney and Craig. They are the people, if they see something they like, they buy it. So leave oh, right. very little to get for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough when, like, like growing up. Sydney you know? is her sister. Craig is her brother-in-law. Right. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, that is tough. Because you know? that's true. I don't know. Adulthood is, like, you see something you want, you you, you buy it. For, yeah. for me, though, like, it, like, I think I've said this before. What you ask for at Christmas time or what you get other people are, what do they want, but they would... They want enough to like still want it, but not enough where they're not going to buy it themselves. Okay. Yeah. Something you wouldn't really want to spend your money on. I don't know. That's So you come with the gift. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty cool. That's Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's stinks. But you're yeah, buying I, something something you're buying someone something that they kind of want. Yeah. But I, I don't know. That's That's just, a good point though, Abby. If you have someone who, you know, they want something, they go and get it. You know, it's like, that's why well, I kind of like what we, you know, I, I kind of like what we're doing though, with because we do a secret Santa. I think we've mentioned this before, and and this year was the first year where we really we only bought the secret Santa, right? Because we used to we used to have you know one person was your you know secret Santa person, yeah. You get your secret Santa person, so you'd buy them a, a something big, something big, and then everybody else you get them like a twenty dollar gift. But the problem know? is adults. I don't know. There aren't much that you want for twenty dollars. If you if if there's something mm. you want for twenty dollars, you bought it already. You bought it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it would end up being like you spend more, and then the prices were like through the roof, and we were all like, "Okay, we need a new idea." So we did it this way. It seems to be working. This guy, by the way, is a great gift buyer. You really are. I get. Thanks, you, man. I mean, you put you put thought into your gifts. That's a lot of pressure. And. Never compliment you again? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, now I got to keep it up. Now, oh, okay. now if I buy you a crappy gift, you're going to tell the world, like, hey, he didn't what? have it this year. <laughs> he did have it. Guys, trash. He got me He got me uh, a Matchbox car, but it's not even a Matchbo- a good Matchbox car. Yeah. It, was a, it was a Honda Civic. It, was, it wasn't even like a Corvette or a Trans Am. He got me a Honda, Honda Civic, Civic Matchbox car. My God. Yeah. And no. it wasn't even red. It was gray. Last year. A gray Honda Civic. Last year. I was down in Virginia Beach taking care of uh, Liam. Yeah, and he bought me a putting green, mm-hmm. but but not just a you know little. I mean, it ha- it had a slope to it, and it has a ball return, mm. so you don't have to go up and get the golf ball every time it comes back to you. I think so. he's used it twice. No, I have not. I used it down there in Virginia. I I actually had it set up in my twice. room. No, I had it set up in my room so I could play with it. So I haven't seen it out since you got back. Okay, you're right. That's all I'm saying. You're right. All right. All right. So how good of a gift was it? I'm I'm done, people. I'm out. No more gifts. No I more loved gifts it. for anybody. I love it. No more gifts for anybody. Okay. Uh let's see. We got some more answers here. What about you? Gail says it changes from year to year. My daughter and my sister Anita are the easiest to find gifts always. 
I mm. think I think what makes it tough too is like we don't we don't look for gifts year round. Obviously, around right. Christmas time, I because I, I feel like throughout the year we always think like, oh, I got you know that would be a great gift for somebody, or like someone says something, they drop hints, they're like, I'd love to get that, and then they don't. Yeah, but we forget about it, and then Christmas comes around and we're like. Everybody gets a blanket. I don't know. Everybody likes blankets. I, candles. Candles. I'm going to get somebody a $45 hot chocolate bomb. I just, I need, I need to do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I feel like I always know what to get people in like March. Trish will, <laughs> Trish will be like, you know what I really want? Yeah. A Honda Civic Matchbox car. That's and then Christmas comes and I forget and I give it to Pete. Yeah. Kat says she would say Steven. Yeah. My, like my son Yes and no. I mean, he's hard to shop for, but he's not because. He knows what he wants. You just get him that. I want a gift card. Abby says, we do Secret Santa too. We buy big for that person and small gifts for others. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. For us, I think it's because it was hard to like restrict ourselves from like buying people a lot right. of stuff. We'd go overboard. Yeah, yeah. So we would just end up spending a lot of money. Yeah. And we were like, guys, we're all old enough. We can buy us yeah. what we want. Let's just, yeah. And then Sarah at one point was like, yeah, and we'll spoil Liam. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Just because he's the only baby in the family currently, it doesn't so mean, far. I yeah. mean, on paper, I would consider myself still there. But you're 22, almost 23. Yeah. Wow. Never grow up, kids. Never grow up. Never grow. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. Uh, let's see. Do we have any other uh, uh, tough, tough people? Did I give mine? No. Hmm. I would say Trish, only because she doesn't give you ideas. I would okay. say the reason I'm a good gift giver is because I like I see your list mm -hmm. and I see kind of where you're wh what you're thinking and then I try to get you something that you would really want that you don't think of. That's always my goal, and that's cool. why I, and that's why I think it comes off as I'm a good gift giver because you don't expect what you're getting, but then right. you get it and you. That's all. Yeah, all right. that's always my goal. That's cool. But yeah, so Trish is tough because she doesn't give you a list. No. So there's nothing to be like, okay, she wants oven mitts. What if I get her something? You know, she wanted a fondue uh, set. This year, which is just, I'm doing it. I, we talk about clicky pens before. This is why you can't give me one. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was kind of random, to be honest. So we we joked about getting her like six fondue pots. You know, yeah, but. yeah. I mean, you can never have enough, right? I know that was that was a weird gift. That was but, a lot. You can definitely have enough fondue pots. But uh, she did get a fondue pot. So. She did. We haven't used it yet, but I we, think did she? I thought we were supposed to use it like a couple weeks. Why didn't we use it? I thought I we were know. gonna do it for something. Something must have come up. I don't know. Maybe maybe Christmas Eve. Okay. Maybe. We could. Yeah. All right. All right. Checking the Hollywood headlines this morning. Chevy Chase surprised customers at a fast food restaurant in South Carolina. He was in town for the screening of the classic Christmas movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He stopped at a Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers restaurant for a quick meal. Then he decided to help out in the drive thru line. He took orders and even joked with customers. Can you imagine pulling up to the window and there's Chevy Chase? I don't know if I would like that. Like, I, you always see these celebrities surprising people. Yeah. I wouldn't like that because I don't know what I would do in the moment. I've never really met, like, a celebrity. And I would hope that I would act cool, but, like, yeah. you never know. You just know. What if right. I start crying, like, randomly? <laughs> what if I, what if I'm, like, uh, Madonna? Ah! You know, like... No offense to Madonna. I'm not I like think, a diehard Madonna fan, though. But what if I just randomly start crying? I think I've told this story before. Uh, I met Pedro Martinez down in uh, spring training. Mm -hmm. And I went up. <laughs> Name drop. Jesus. Yeah. I went up to him. I said, Pedro, do you have a minute? And he said, yeah, what's up? And I never expected him to say yes. So, uh, 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 so what's your favorite Ninja no, Turtle? No, you know what I did? I looked what? at him and I said, so how you doing? And he was like, good. Wow. No, it's like. You were a weirdo. Well, I had. Pedro Martinez. I was not ready. It's like you said, a celebrity said, yes, I'll talk to you. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, yeah. I would hope I'm like, cool, like, think I'm cooler than the celebrity. Like, oh, what's it? Pedro? Pedro. Oh, Pedro Martinez. Oh, I, I know I, him. I remember you. Yeah. You were on the giants oh the oh the red sox oh hey pedro what's happening man yeah no sorry i'm just busy running my my you know eight figure company I sorry guess. man i don't have time for this yeah do you want an autograph or something pedro like why are you are you here for something 
Uh, it's time for some country quickies here. Walker Hayes is headed to the set of The Voice tonight, where he will perform as part of the Season 21 live finale. It is not clear what Hayes will perform when he hits the stage. He's got to do his new song, though, right? I don't see. It's always tough when someone has a massive song like Fancy Like because then everyone wants you to do Fancy oh, Like. Oh yeah. And my thing with TV performances, from like just a fan standpoint, is I wish they mixed them up always. A lot of the times they do. Like they'll play different songs for each TV appearance. Oh, okay, yeah. But sometimes, especially when you have a song, you're seeing like the Fancy same like, song yeah. every time. And so at that point, it's like, mm, yeah. here it is again. What's that new one he's got? AA. A A. Yeah. That's the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just trying to stay out of AA. That's yeah. the it's a good tune. The, good yeah. tune. He's great. Uh, Tim McGraw has announced his McGraw Tour 2022, which kick, uh, kicks off in Arkansas in April and will continue through June. Tickets go on sale to the general public starting this Friday. He will be in Mansfield, Mass. He'll be at the, what is it, the Xfinity Center now? I still call it Great Woods. But. Yeah, I, I get confused because there's the Xfinity Center and the Xfinity Theater. Isn't there? He'll be at the one in Mansfield. Yeah, right? I think that's the extra center. You can go to Ticketmaster.com. Joining McGraw is Russell Dickerson and social media stars Alexandra Kay and Brandon Davis. Earlier this year, Kay's cover of Don't Take the Girl went viral after McGraw, uh, Tim McGraw took to socials to applaud her take on that song. McGraw also showed his support for rising country singer Davis teaming up with him for a virtual duet of Tim McGraw's something like that. So you can see the whole tour uh, schedule by going to timmcgraw.com. And the CBS year-end special New Year's Eve Live, Nashville's Big Bash, has added more star power to its lineup to help bring in the new year. The five-hour special slated to wear New Year's Eve has uh, added Lady A, Sam Hunt, Chris Jansen, John Party. Harley Pierce, and Lainey Wilson. They will join Jason Aldean, Jimmy Allen, Kelsey Ballerini, Dirks Bentley, Brooks and Dunn, Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert, Darius Rucker, Blake Shelton, Cole Swindell, and the Zach Brown Band. Wow. The uh, broadcast will feature approximately 50 performances from various stages around Nashville. Nashville will count down the East Coast at midnight, and then continue through Central Time with Nashville's tradition of the music note drop at midnight. I feel like that's going to be weird for people watching like they're live because they're going to be counting down 11 o'clock. Five, right. four, <laughs> three, two, two happy. Wait a minute. Nope, it's we still, 11 o'clock. We still got an hour. Everyone settle, settle back down. It's 11 o'clock. And then just like literally 59 minutes later, they got to do it again. Bobby Bones will be hosting, along with uh, Entertainment Tonight's Rachel Smith. The special airs on CBS and will also stream live at On Demand at Paramount Plus starting at 8. That'll be cool. I, yeah. It's always, I don't like how there's more than one New Year's Eve show, though, because it's like, yeah. I feel like I'm missing out. You know? I, I'm, I'm tempted to watch this one now. Uh, yeah, but of, like, you know, Dick Clark's is the class. Yeah, we always watch, yeah. you know, Ryan Seacrest. And, you always got to watch the corniness over there. <laughs> <laughs> and it is because I feel right. like the Nashville one's just going to be really good. Like, but you don't want that. You want Mariah Carey singing like crap. Like, now, that's what you expect. You expect somebody to make a fool of themselves. <laughs> and for all the artists to have clothes, you know, like have hardly any clothes on when it's when it's negative eight degrees in New York. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I have, uh, two screens. We're going to need two screens. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, program note: we do have Battle of the Sibs coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Yep. Tomorrow is Harry Potter trivia. So if you think you are an ace with Harry Potter trivia, you can always play along in the chat, okay, when we do the Battle of the Sibs. See if you can beat the Sibs. Yes. Before we uh, wrap up, do we have any... Uh, let's see. Gail said she shops throughout the year. If something jumps and uh, jumps up and down on the shelf singing someone's name, I get it. I usually give it to them right away. I prefer that oh, over, okay. over a big to-do once a year. I give you props for, for doing that uh, throughout the year. And you give it to them right away, which is good because I would forget where I hit it if if I hide I mean, something. If you have a spot, though, yeah, yeah, just have a Christmas present spot. Could be, yeah, that's that impressive, work. though. Yeah. That's impressive. Uh, by the way, I did want to mention that uh, Abby gave us that uh, great idea about uh, waiting room etiquette just by mentioning it in the uh, chat. So, if anyone else has an idea of something you'd like us to 
dive into and talk about, let us know. Yeah. In the uh, chat or email or whatever. Gil did say celebrities are just people. Their body functions the same. I, I agree, well, except yeah. except for Morgan Freeman, you know? <laughs> That guy's on, I've mentioned it before, that was a while ago, though. He's on another tier. Like, yeah, there's, like, people, you know, we're all right. We kind of suck. But then there's Morgan Freeman. I'm watching, he has a new show on the History Channel mm-hmm. called The Great Escape. Is that what I keep, I just randomly hear Morgan Freeman throughout yeah. the week. It's about. Which I'm, I'm not complaining. Right. It's a great it's about, place to hear throughout the week. It's about people escaping from prisons or whatever, you know. The first one was about Alcatraz because they think three guys did get out, but they never found the bodies. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's it's Morgan Freeman, and I watch him doing the show, and I think, is there a producer? You know, is there like a twenty-seven-year-old uh, producer who says, "I know Morgan." No, could you do it again and do it this way? I mean, who tells Morgan Freeman how to do something? You know. See, I, I would think. That someone at his caliber would welcome that, though. I think that's how you get to that caliber, is to be able to take criticism like that and to improve like that. Like, they want to know if something's not right. Good because, point. Because you don't get to that level without fixing things. Right. So, I don't think it's... Good it's, point. There's, there's probably, like, someone with some experience saying, hey, Morgan, that was great, but can we do it a little bit more like this? And I'm yeah. sure he's, he's nice enough to do it. Hope so. But, yeah. Hope so. Yeah. Yep. All right, so that'll do it for today. Don't forget, uh, we do have merch available. Got the uh, link. He's repping it right there. Yeah. Got the link down below. It's a very comfy hoodie. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we started your day off on a good note. So uh, that's always our goal. Please hit the like button and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. We're live on YouTube weekday mornings at 8 o'clock. You can also catch us on all of your favorite podcast apps. And don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail with your questions, comments, birthday or anniversary shout outs at 774-473-9910. We leave you with a thought for the day. And our thought for today is the comfort zone is nothing else but a graveyard for your dreams and ideas. No matter what. Hitting you with the real stuff. Uh, Gary did say stump a clue. Stump a clue coming tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. 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 Right at the beginning of the show. All right. No matter what, go out and make it a great day. Peace. Peace.